let me introduce a whole new thing that I've become into, drawn in by my daughter, uh, and that is personality typing. And she's just so into it and so good at it. And it's not just, you know, what you're like. It's very complex, Jungian, um, talking about how we process things. In other words, the type that you are, and I've just discovered I'm ENFJ, if anybody out there knows anything about it and wants to share. It's almost like a bonding thing. I think I want to kind of put it out there so that we can kind of bond around this concept of who the heck we are, how we identify ourselves. Do I want to go with that description? It's not like an astrological decision. It's like a kind of a definition, a boxing, a containerizing of the way I see myself right now. And I found it extremely helpful. But the reason why it connects to this about feeling too much is that all of these labels, these containers, are decided by <coughs> your processes of how you feel things. How you feel things and then how you express them. How you think your way through things. Whether you think back to your past or if your mind is going forward into the future. Are you expanding or are you trying to kind of containerize some big concept? Mm. All of those things are fascinating and we are all each completely different. So you feel feelings differently than I do. And the lovely woman who wrote that letter feels differently. And over the years, I have many, many, many friends I've always attracted. I believe I'm a little... Um, empathic myself beyond what most people would consider to be I, I can actually feel what other people are feeling and then for a moment get confused because it's really not what i'm feeling it's what they're feeling and it's taken me a long time to kind of even understand it but i've always been friends with psychics and mediums who did pull in so much information from people just pull in so much feeling and empathy uh, going out and it was so it's so troubling to them each one of them had their own way of handling it some put barriers up like mirrors to bounce it off or armor of some kind of other. oh no 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 you have to let it in let it go out but there was so much input for them for women who are so empathic so um so much input they walk into a room and everybody's voices come into their heads everybody's feelings come into their hearts it can be overwhelming and many protect themselves in many different ways and there are skills too that you can use you're shaking your head i know you are feeling this also and so that's what's going on for you you are feeling in your unique way and there's only one way to handle this. And I always told my psychic friends and they went, no, how can I? Because they were so busy trying to find ways to protect themselves, <clears throat> which just makes it worse, everybody. It makes it so much harder. What you want to do is just feel it and go, I'm feeling the pain of the world. And right now the world is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And the world of women, and we might have to get into something political today, is falling apart here in the United States, not so much in England, yes, thank you.
the power we thought we had for autonomy is no longer given to us automatically. It's not there. So this, this leans over into this feeling area and also leans into the sex area about how we can take this autonomous power into ourselves. And how do we do it? What do we do with it? Well, first, instead of pushing anything away, you have to notice when you're starting to, to rear up or back up or bulk when a feeling comes through you or somebody says something that makes you have a strong reaction. You want to notice when this is happening to you and what that feeling is and what your thoughts are. I am prone to violent thoughts. Anybody feel like killing people when you feel an uproar? I read science fiction battles. And it took me a long time to realize that this was me internally dealing with my feeling of helplessness, <clears throat> my feeling of not being able to be angry back at somebody. And in this political zeitgeist that we've got, when I follow certain people, I've noticed so many women coming out of me being so angry and just so angry at people and just saying how angry they are. And, you know, it doesn't work when you yell at people and tell them they're terrible. It does not work because that's what you're saying to yourself. Bottom line, if you are feeling intensely, you may be feeling other people's feelings, but you're also feeling the trigger that they evoke in you. And if you're experiencing anger that they made you do that, they made you feel that, damn right. Yeah, I'm pissed that I have to feel bad today instead of good because, you know, you unloaded on me. So those and those. So I'm really pissed at myself because I read that paper or I went on that social media. And then we go through all these permutations of how to better protect myself. No, you have to go, wow, I really felt that. I must have looked at that for a reason. I must have read that social media two in the morning for a reason. I needed to get uh, impacted. I needed to feel angry. Well, why did I need to get stirred up? Why did I need to feel angry? Well, maybe I needed to wake that up. Maybe I've been trying to talk, squish that down. So wake it up. It doesn't mean you have to scream at people. It means you go, wow, I feel myself overflowing with fury and anger and rage and I want to kill somebody. I want to throw things. That is how we as women retain our power. So you can't feel too much. You can feel so much that makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is you don't watch the news. You don't read the newspaper. You don't go to the social media. That's going to trigger you because that becomes, and this is something you talked about in the Feminine Energy Workshop yesterday, Naomi, this becomes a piece of armor. It becomes a resistance. It becomes everything you were talking about. So we can use anything, as you said, and I'll ask you to repeat it maybe, anything to protect us from real love and real intimacy. So in this case, we're using anger and our violent reactions not to spur us into action. It's an easy thing to say, but to actually throw up an arm against the pain that we feel when this is happening. 
oh my gosh, people are suffering, you know? I mean, suffering. And people are being characterized as terrible people because they are suffering. It's like, whoa, things are backwards. So we are angry and we are upset and we are scared because everything is amplified. So if you were a person who feels like you're feeling too much and you want to stuff it down, you have to do the reverse. You have to just sit in for a moment on the floor and you have to say, like I'm doing, and you have to say to yourself, what am I feeling? What's going on? And you have to, if you have to close your eyes, close your eyes. But I'm all about keeping your eyes open, even when meditating, that you just have to feel it. And what'll happen is you'll stop the feeling because your ego self, your your protected self, your resistant self does not want you to feel it. So what you're feeling that feels like too much is the resistance, not the feeling itself. Because once you get, you go, oh, if you let that resistance melt, so that you drop into the feeling, it feels lower in your body, like in your belly, like you're in the cauldron. And then when you feel the anger and the pain and the misery, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. I'm profound, I feel that. That's what you need to feel, I am profound. Dark night of the soul, write about it. Talk into your phone and leave a message for yourself. I'm feeling this right now. And you'll notice your voice goes down, everything circles more in your lower body than your belly instead of up here. And that's how you know what you're really feeling. And then you don't try to push it away because you don't have to. It will just sort of dissipate because in that big, horrible feeling is also this great feeling. So please write back on Cyber Island and work with everybody here. What happens if you do this? What you're looking for is the soup of great in the soup, the ecstasy feelings, the love feelings, the warmth cannot be felt until you dissolve your physical armor, until you relax or allow to soften the muscles in your body. And we all tense up when we don't feel well because we think we have to keep going. Well, just try sitting back and just letting every muscle go in your entire body. That'll take you a while. Everyone, and then going back because they, they tense up again. Going back and notice all the different muscles. Ooh, just breathe into each one of them individually. Notice them. I'm touching them. Do it with your mind or do it with your hand. Acupressure has a lot of this. And just relax that spot. Let it go. Soften it. And what will happen is you will automatically start to drop into the actual feeling, not the resistance feeling. What you are feeling, my dear, that feels like too much is the resistance feeling to the real feeling. The real feeling is feel more like pain, like loneliness, like sad, like want. <clears throat> and you'll start to feel desire. And then pretty soon, whatever guy's gotten in the way of you getting your desire met is like, eh, who needs him? And that's what I want to say. And I want to give you guys a chance to talk. But I'd also like to move into this, just a, a brush of the political thing. We are now in a wonderful moment 
where we have to restate to ourselves what autonomy is for us, what it means to be in charge of ourselves. And that is the connection to sex that is the first thing that has come up right now. This is not about what everybody says it's about. It's about sex and controlling women. And it's about sex because after this first yeah, totally, I think, acceptable for most people, um, victory for people with a certain view that um, most people can't really get that upset about it. What is upsetting is the loss of a sense of autonomy and the breaking up of people all over the world and the differentiation and, and the anger and all of that is more upsetting than the principle. So I, I wrote a whole thing about can you stick to a principle when the reality is so much worse and so much creates a worse messing of really strong principles. And I have to really think about a lot of that because then we're talking about the end result, the means, damage, collateral damage, all kinds of stuff. But we have to rethink sex. What I'm seeing with every woman is sex is about the guy. He turns me on. I want to be in a relationship with him. I want him to like me. If the whole concept of having sex too soon is insane. It's absolutely insane, honey. If you're a woman who wonders if you had sex with a guy too soon, stand back and go, did I want to have sex or did I think that it would change my relationship with him? Was it about him? Was it about my relationship with him? Or is it about me wanting sex? And until we get comfortable with me wanting sex, me wanting to have sex and you, you'll do. Until we get comfortable with that, each one of us, we are going to fall into the, oh, he's okay, and he'll make it good, and he'll make it right, and maybe he loves me, and then that'll make it okay, and then we're off. We are out of autonomy, and as soon as we fall into that space, that's when the world comes crashing down. So everybody, you have to find that I want to have sex, which means you've got to get into your own body. This is the time now. You know, go find the websites that are really female supported, female orgasm supported, like oh, oh my OMGS, like um, that really talk to you about how important it is for your mental and physical health to have an active sexual system and that you don't need a man for it. No, you do not. You have to have that want and you have to have that desire and you have to know how to make that work for you all by yourself before you even want to invite a man into the party. Now, once you get that strength about, I want this, this feels good, he'll do, then whether or not you have sex on the first minute you meet a guy or three months later has nothing to do with him. It's like, I'm in the mood now. And I really feel that I'm protected enough. I'm protected from disease. I'm protected from pregnancy. I feel safe. I feel safe with this man. I believe he will touch me well. He will listen to my needs. 
Okay, good partner for sex. We never think of that. We need partners for love, partners for marriage, and partners for sex. Yes, somebody who can really respect our autonomy, our needs, our desires, and all of that.